Hello, hello, and welcome to the Intelligentleman Podcast. I am your host, Milt Walker, and today we've got a special treat. The second installment to our four-part series talking about spiritual evolution and growth. Uh, and first, let's let's recap a little bit about um, what we were talking about on the first episode which was um, the victim mindset, the victim mentality, right? Uh, The thought of being a victim or being the one whom uh, things happen to in life and not uh, the one who manifests, right? Um, And so, you know, that's a very uh, tricky. It's a very tricky level of consciousness because when you're looking out into the world and you're and you're and everybody's saying, "Well, I'm this way because of you," or "You're this way because of me," you know, when we're when we're looking at things in that way, it really puts um, it really kind of diminishes our own power, right? Um, and so by doing that, when we start taking those thoughts as our reality, we aren't really doing ourselves uh, a, a, a big service, right? We're actually doing ourselves a disservice. And so when when we're in that point where we're, we're looking at things from that perspective, and so everything becomes uh, uh, or you know, something else is always to blame for the things that we do or things that we got going on. Um, and so this time, and if you want to know more about that, go back and listen to the first one. Uh, but this episode is dedicated to the next stage or level of uh, consciousness of, of spiritual evolution and growth, um, which is the manifester stage, the stage of manifestations. Right where you, um, uh, first of all, you learn about the laws of the universe and how things work, how things come into being. Right, you learn about your own power. Right, um, and so uh, you learn that uh, thoughts are powerful. You know, thoughts are units of energy, mental energy that actually become things in the physical world like speech behavior perception and experiences right so you have this where um you know you're coming out of that victim mentality and so you know you still kind of it's 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 more of a adolescent stage right it's an adolescent stage where you you're you're just now getting your footing and you're starting to understand and you're starting to realize that things are not really against you right things are not really against you you are starting to uh understand that you are actually creating your reality right so that's when you start learning about the laws of the universe um, you start learning about affirmations. You start learning about declarations. You start learning about decrees, right? 
you start learning about creative visualization, right? Uh, being able to uh, uh, visualize your ideal self, your ideal life, right? Um, and the things that you want in it, right? You, you start to understand and become aware that there are things that you want and things that you don't want, right? Um, and so therefore, that's that's where everything lies for you, right? So when you're in that space, you know, then you're, you're actually coming into that manifesto stage, right? Um, you start learning about the right use of imagination, the right use of imagination, the right way to imagine your your life, right? Um, we take our imaginary realm back, meaning we no longer allow the the thoughts and patterns from society to imprint on us what we should think and how we should feel, right? We 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 start to imagine those things for ourselves and say, well, I feel this way because of this. Right. Uh, it's, it's a it's a very beautiful stage because it's a stage of self-discovery. You start to discover deeper parts of yourself. Um, and uh, but on the other hand of that, what, what starts to happen is because you become aware, <laughs> which is kind of funny because you become aware that this is something, right? Because you become aware that I have this power, now you're you're hyper aware because you know that if you think if you think something that you don't want, that you could you could literally bring that into existence as well. So we start to imagine worst case scenarios for ourselves, right? You know, good evening, good evening, Ebony. Thank you for joining. I appreciate you so much. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and you know, you start to imagine those worst case scenarios because you understand your power and you start to, you start to feel it. it's like, Oh, so as I'm thinking, oh, I gotta be careful what I'm thinking because I start thinking about the, like the worst thing that can happen. And it's like, Oh my God, it's going to become true. And so then you start, you focus on that. And as you're, as you're in that manifesto stage, that those things start to become but it's just it's also uh, I saw a post uh, earlier this week uh, or was it late last week and it was talking about a uh, spiritual man and it was saying that he understands that his good and bad experiences are both valuable right so at that point th there comes a time where because again remember you're coming out of this victim consciousness where everything is happening to you so you're still kind of holding on to that. Oh, it's happening to me, but I'm making it happen. Right. You're coming into that awareness. So you have to it's a it's a shift in your mindset that you have to make from thinking the worst. Right. And I've struggled with this also, you know, in my past. So you instead of thinking the worst, you think about the positive, the, the possibility of, of, of something happening. And a lot of people talk about this and this. A lot of the, the, the literature, the, the, the spiritual teachers and gurus out there that are talking now, they're talking about this level of consciousness. They're talking about manifestations, right? And so um, those are the things that they kind of drill in on. 
but it's a very it's a very dynamic stage because again you learn the laws of the universe and we're going to actually go over those at the end of this so that you can start to become aware of what they are and go and research it yourself and, and find out what what are these and, and how do i use that to to manifest my reality the things the things that i desire in my life right um and then as you do that then again this is a four-part series so there's two other levels that we're going to talk about and then you learn from that what you need to know for you to move on to the next level of spiritual evolution um which is uh you know a, a very powerful thing and it's 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 a very it's a very high level uh, a lot of people like to play around in the manifesto stage because they're getting what they want right so you you feel like okay it's almost like a kid in a candy store you know i'm getting the things that i want i'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm declaring something i'm affirming something i'm decreeing something and i'm getting it oh this is great oh so i want that and i want this and i want that not really knowing that uh you might not want that you think you want that but that might not really be what you want and and because you you don't have uh, experience with that you you may mistake something uh that 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 you know you see or something that you that you think um is um uh, is, is 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 good for you as something that you want and then when you get it then you find out oh, okay yeah that's really not what i wanted right and and a lot of these spiritual teachers they talk about stuff like that and, and they talk about how you start the momentum and then you bring the momentum back and then you and then you restart it again right by by declaring your desires when you when you come into realization of who you are and what you want then you can declare that right and then you can decree that and you can make it happen and say okay this is what i want in my life right um so when we're when we're when we're imagining these worst case scenarios um you know you have to be that that's the point where you become aware so that's that's your cue if you will to become aware of these thoughts and patterns that are part of you and a part of who you were and, but not who you're becoming but who you were and who you may be at that particular moment, right? Um, and so, as you as you become aware of these things, then you start saying, you know, why am I thinking this? You know, I can control this. So let me start thinking the things that I let me let me focus on the things that I want. You know, and again, this is a very beautiful stage, and it's wonderful, right? Not just wonderful; it's wonderful. You know. And it sets us up for further growth and development and unfoldment in the, in the rest of our spiritual stages. Okay. Um, you become aware that you have been visualizing the things you don't want to happen in life, right? More than you have the things that you do. So at that point, again, it, it takes a shift in your mindset to say, okay, let me and this is where meditation and and those uh affirming and uh declaring practices come in come in handy um that's when you start to shift the way that you think you start to shift it 
back into your power and to say, okay, I'm only going to declare good things. I'm only going to, I, I choose to only see, as my friend always tells me, uh, the silver lining and things. I'm only going to look at things as an opportunity for spiritual growth. I'm not going to look at it as something negative, even though it may be a bad experience, right? Like experiencing someone uh, passing, right? It may be a bad experience, but instead I'm going to choose to see it as a, as a, as as a means for me to be grateful for my life and to live up to the to the to the things that that person might have done or to you know or to 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 honor them right that's where that's where the 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 practice of honoring your ancestors comes from right you honor them you're not necessarily having to you know to 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 follow in their footsteps but you honor them knowing that they took the steps that they took and that you can learn from those and to build upon, right? The whole saying about standing on the shoulders of giants, you know, those are your ancestors, right? Um, and, and I put it out there uh, last Father's Day about my dad and just appreciation of him, you know, and he's still here. So, you know, I'm grateful, you know, so I can still come to him for that wisdom and that knowledge and, and, and all of the the, the 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 path that he's walked uh, to, in his lifetime that I can gain my wisdom from and then build upon for mine to actually go into you know a totally different level right and it just builds from there it builds from there yes Ebony looking for the silver lining is the equivalent of following seeking the light it's easy to sit in the dark absolutely absolutely perfectly said it's easy and, and and i don't want people to good evening good evening tracy i don't want people to get the wrong understanding because we've all been there we all can be there right so it's not that you're gonna never see darkness it's not that you're never going to um, um experience that in your life again what it means is that it's not going to affect you in the same way it's not going to paralyze you into fear and uh, doubt and all of those things, you'll be able to move, still move forward through all of that, knowing that it's all progressive. Life is progressing and it's good. So we know that that's happening in that way. So I can continue down this path with that knowledge. I can continue. And so that's how that, that's how that works. You know, um, you know, I, I like there's a there's a saying uh, that uh, another spiritual teacher says all the time, uh, Sad Guru, um, and and he says, you know, uh, never look up to someone and never look down on them. Just see them for who they are. And the spiritual lesson in that, in this manifesting stage is that nobody is higher than the one person. Nobody is lower than the one person, no matter what their circumstances are. That doesn't determine your rank. That, that, that's not the indicator. You know what I mean? There, matter of fact, there is no indicator because we're all individual expressions of life. And so if we're part of the same whole, then again, that means that no one is bigger than the other, period, or lower than the other, for that matter. Okay. And so, you know, we're going to move on with that. But um, 
when you when you're in this manifesting stage, right? You know that you're in that manifesting stage because you start to exercise your power, your language. You know what I'm saying? You start you start talking different. You you don't you don't curse as much as you used to because you understand the power of your words. So you don't you don't have to you don't have to do that. You know what I mean? You start to exercise your conversation when you're talking. You don't even talk. You don't even have the same conversations anymore. Those conversations become, you know, they are what they are. But my conversations are more towards, you know, my power. I'm not going to be sitting there complaining. You know, we talked about this last podcast. Like, I'm not going to be sitting there complaining, you know, about my life. I'm going to decree and declare and affirm solutions coming into my life. And, and that is coming through me. That is coming by me. That I am enacting these things into my life, right? That is not being acted upon. I'm not being acted upon. I'm, I'm bringing it into life. That's what I'm doing, right? Breathing life. That's when they say talk life into somebody. When you when you change your conversation and, and you're no longer bringing that person down, you're, you're actually raising that person up. You've changed your whole mindset. You know, I, I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day and me and him, we was chopping it up and we was talking about it. And he was like, you know, you, know, you, you got, <laughs> this is what he said. You got one time to come around me and complain about your problems. It's like after that, we're gonna talk about solutions, and that's and that's the mindset. You should have that mindset for yourself. You shouldn't, as Ebony put, want to sit in the dark. But it but it comes, but but that's a spiritual fruit. So it only comes with the attainment of that understanding. And everybody's on their own path. So of course, some may may understand that, and some may not. But ultimately that's the next step for you to understand that i do not have to be here i can choose something different you know growing up in 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 in, in these neighborhoods you know uh in the hood you know uh being around uh different things or you know uh, if you grew up even if you didn't grow up in the hood and you just grew up around negativity and and and, and, and things that weren't uh promoting life um then you know you kind of got imprinted with that you know at a, a very impressionable age and so you got imprinted with that and and I, and I and i say it like this you know people get imprinted with that survival mode they it's the survival of the fittest well i'm gonna get mine you better get yours because i'm gonna get mine you know, by any means necessary. You know what I mean. You start to have that type of mentality, but it's it, you can you can have that mentality, but it doesn't need to be. If you if you live in lack, if you live in non-abundance, then me getting mine means that you can't get yours, or that I'm taking away from something from you because I'm getting mine. You see what I'm saying? But that's not that's never true. As I tell people, you know, when I look into to nature, I see abundance. I see abundance. I don't see lack of anything. So they're not, it's not survival of the fittest. It's, it's abundance and it's life flourishing. Life is flourishing in nature. There is a lack for nothing, for anything. 
right? Whenever you look, even if you want to look at it for predator and prey, there's a lack for nothing. Like everything has something. So when that's, when that's, I mean, and that's just a natural state. So what that, what that tells you in a spiritual sense is that we are constantly living in abundance. We have abundance. That's, that's something that's natural for us. So therefore, what does that mean? That means that the feeling of lack is not natural. That feeling is not natural. When you feel like you lack something, that's not a natural feeling. You see? So again, you have to, it, it, it's something that you have to reach for because it's a, it's a little bit past what you may have been exposed to, right? But it, but it comes through life. I mean, life experiences teach you these things, right? So you begin to exercise your language. You begin to exercise your conversation, start changing all those things. You exercise your intentionality. You no longer intend to do anything. And, I, and I'm going to speak on my past. And, you know, like there was a point where I, I, I just, I, I didn't intend anybody any harm period i don't care if you're my if you my so-called enemy or whatever like I, I i never intend harm for you never ever that's that's something i don't intend see it's it's a difference i don't have to internal i don't have to internalize anything because i know that all of the things that i need is being met and i know that everything I need is being taken care of. So I don't, I don't have to internalize anything. I can just let it be. Okay. So you, you, you start to exercise your intentions, your, your intentionality about things. You say, okay, I intend for this to be the best that it can be. I tend for me to be the best that I can be in this or for this or for them. Right. Um, you know, when, when you, it, it really makes itself, very prevailing when you become parents and you and you have children and you always intend good for them right but you have to be careful you know you have to be careful because you can intend good for somebody but then your actions don't speak so you have to actually bring that into alignment you have to bring yourself into alignment that's why it's important to do the self work because if your if your intentions are not to harm someone, but then you inadvertently harm someone, right? Then that means you weren't being as intentional as you should have been, right? Because if you were, then it would not have happened because you manifest. So, and, and that sometimes that, that looks like just not saying anything, right? Sometimes it looks like just saying enough, but it, you always, that's why we always have to kind of, that's why being empathetic is a very, is a real superpower. Because when you can put yourself in somebody else's shoes and you can feel what they feel, right? You can you can understand and you can take those real subtle cues when something is off or whatever or however you need to, you know, you need to, to be in a situation where it's like, okay, well, that person doesn't really want to talk, so I'm not really going to force them to talk, but I'm here to listen. I make myself available to listen, you know? Um, so those are some of just ways that you can do that. But again, um, you know, you start to exercise these things and you start to exercise your imagination skills, right? You start to exercise, you know, how you imagine the world to be, you know, that's when people start, 
that. I run into this myself. You know, that's when people start calling you uh, an optimist or I just learned a new word today, Pollyanna, right? A person who's constantly optimistic, who's always looking. <laughs> you know, there's an actual word for that. I was like, wow. I was like, so that's what they call a Pollyanna, huh? Where, where you just always happy. You know, I actually had people say that to me. Like, why are you always happy? Why are you always happy all the time? And I tell them, it's not that I'm always happy. It just is. I choose to be happy. You know, even if I am feeling sad, I still choose to be happy because I can do that. I, I don't have to choose. I don't have to choose. I don't have to choose to let that emotion dictate how I interact with my experience. I don't have to do that. I can choose, you know, and it's a it's a skill. So you it's you start to work out some of these things in this second level, right? You start to work out these things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Ebony says, yes, and the lack of understanding abundance is the root of so many societal issues, issues on every level. Exactly, exactly. If you knew that you was living in abundance, you wouldn't do anything to harm anybody else. Why would you? You wouldn't need anything. That includes love, that includes all the reasons why people harm other people. As as Ebony said, on every level. It's it's every level. It's not just one level. It's not just monetarily. You know what I mean? It's not just monetarily. It's 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 emotionally, it's spiritually, you know, physically. Why would if you didn't feel the need to be in control, then why would you need to uh domestically uh abuse somebody? You see what I'm saying? Like if you had no, if you didn't have the feeling that you needed to control a person, which is a lack, a feeling of lack, you lack control, then you feel like, oh, well, I'm losing control, so let me forcefully regain control, which is still an illusion. It's still an illusion. You can never force anyone to do anything, period. People only do what they want to do. Even in the face of the fear of death, they still only do what they want to do. If they don't want to do it, they're not going to do it, period. So if I understand that, then I can let go of that control. I can say, well, I'm not trying to control you. I don't want to control you. Therefore, I don't want to harm you. You know, so and, and, and again, that's just one of those things, you know, where, you know, the more people come into that awareness, which is where we are right now, actually. I mean, there's so many different people coming into this awareness and they're learning these things. They're learning these principles. They're learning this, you know, uh, the laws of the universe. They're learning these things. And as they learn them, the elevation will happen naturally because it's all part of, it's all part of the process, right? Um, so, you know, you're, you're exercising these skills, um, and then you get a greater sense of belief that life is for you and not against you. See, that's one of the spiritual fruits from that, right? You start to get that feeling, that, that feeling of reassurance that, hey, everything's going to be all right. I don't need to worry. No need to worry. You know, uh, you know, our, our, our Jamaican cousins, you know, they, they, they always, you know, they always promote this, you know. Uh, no worries, right? You know, you don't have to worry, you know. So when you when you 
when you get into that mentality, then you don't you don't become worried about things or their outcomes. That's very important. I'm not worried about the outcome. The only thing I'm worried about is how I interact with this experience. How do I interact with it? You know, am I going to allow the way that I feel to change the way that I act towards this person? If I do, then I know that that's something that I, I have to work on, right? Because it has nothing to do with them. It has nothing to do with them. Even if the, even if that means, you know, moving away from that person, right? In, in those situations where you have those negative things happening, even if it means moving away from that person, you don't internalize it. You don't internalize, oh, well, they were doing it because of me, right? No. That person made their own decisions just like you make your own. So they doing it because of them, but they want you to believe that it's because of you. Because if, if, if it was because of you, then now they got an excuse. They got something to blame. So now they get to go back into their victim consciousness and feel comfortable with knowing, with, with feeling like, you know, okay, well, it wasn't my fault, right? And it, it's, it, you know, in the whole scheme of things, there is no fault. It's not about fault. It's about understanding and it's about elevation. So what can I learn from this? What can I learn from that? You know, that's that's how I'm looking at it now. And that's how I want to look at it. What can I learn from this? What is it that I need to know in this situation? Like um, me understanding that, you know, back in the day when, uh, my uncle passed um, you know um, that was the first time I had that experience and when that happened after some time and contemplation and I was young I mean I wasn't I wasn't old I mean I was a teenager but you know when that happened that's when it came to me it said well Health-wise, he he wasn't happy with how he was, and I know this because we used to have these conversations. He used to tell me these things, and so he didn't like to be a burden to other people. Okay, and so as I started looking back and recounting all these conversations and thoughts about this, it came over me, and it said, for him, this is a release. This is a good thing. He didn't, he didn't want to be that to other people. So he, you know, he didn't want to be a burden. So he, you know, um, you know, in, in, in the medical terms, you know, they, you know, they decided to take him off of life support. So he just wanted to, you know, he didn't want any more pain to be caused by him, you see. And so me understanding that, that brought me comfort because I knew that it's what he wanted. And I didn't look at it from a victim standpoint saying that why did somebody do this? Why is God doing this to me? Or why why is God doing this to my grandmother? Or whatever the case may be, right? Whoever it was affecting, my family. Um, and you know, so that was, and that was me at a young age, but I didn't truly understand. It was just my first understanding. So it was me coming into that understanding. And so, you know, from that point, 
you know, as things happen throughout my life, it's always stuck with me as a spiritual lesson, knowing that it's a transition. It's not the end. So I don't have to feel sorry in the sense that it's over because it's not over. I, I feel sadness when I think about the person and I remember the person and I miss the person, but I don't, I don't need to feel sadness for them not being there. You see, it's a difference to that. And so, okay. So with that being said, you feel that greater sense of belief that life is for you and not against you. Like it's ever evolving and coming into being. And so it is always for, and this is the key point because you are an extension of life. That's why it's for you. You see, because it's for itself. Life is for itself. It's for all good things for itself. And you are a part of life. So being a part of life, you are a part of that. You see, which we say is we created in his image, right? That's where we are literally a part of that. So that's why it becomes a part of you. Okay. You emerge from the victim mindset by understanding these principles and understanding that life is on my side. The universe, God, it's progressive and it's for me. It's for me. You know, I mean, it's for you. It's for us. It's not just, it's not just about what you can do for yourself. See, and again, when you're, that's again, when we go, let's go back a little bit and talk about the language. That's when your language changes. It, it changes from me and I to us and we, or it might even, it might even sound like I want this for us. I want more for us, but then it's, we need this and we are going to have this, right? Or we are, you know, we are this, right? Uh, I was talking with somebody, I was talking with a young man um, the other day uh, that needed a mentor uh, to help him. He was trying to learn some things online and I was talking to him about that. And uh, and this is something that's common in our in our community. You know, you hear people say this all the time They say, oh, yeah, you know how you know how black folks are, you know, so. And, and this is what I said, you know, and th that specifically he was saying, you know, that we don't we don't go and we we don't go and read stuff for ourselves. So I said, well, if you believe that, then that's who you are. I said, but I know that's not who we are. I said, you can't you can't have created a civilization to the point of what we created in history. And be that way and, and be advert to learning and, and knowledge and, and, and seeking knowledge and, 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 and exploring new things. You can't, that's, that's not, that's not true. It's just really not true because you're generalizing something, right? But that's a, that's a new mindset, right? And I want and a lot of people did not like that now because what do you see? You see a lot of people going to YouTube, 
lot of people getting all these self-help books, getting all these, you know, going to all these classes. Like I said, you know, I was, I was looking at a master class. Um, you know, I was looking at a master class. You know, that's where I, I got this information that I'm sharing with everyone else, right? This was, this came from someone else, me seeking knowledge, you know, and, and gaining that and wanting to share it with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So when you, when you, when you move away from the victim mindset into your manifesting stage of consciousness, then you understand I have the power. I determine what happens to me. My fate is in my hands. My life is in my hands. I can be who I want to be right and then from there you start evolving more and more and more into who you are meant to be life is on your side that's when you learn how to manifest that's when you learn how to manifest at that point when you reach that then the alchemy starts as they say a book i would i would encourage anybody and everybody out there to read is the alchemist because it talks about these things, you know. These, these are not new principles. These are not new concepts. It's only because we we put focus on other things sometimes that we lose this knowledge, and so we, it has to be reawakened or relearned or however you want to think about it um, back into our consciousness, into our collective consciousness, and then it becomes, you know, then that's when you start seeing all those conversations online about these things and then so many people throwing ideas and, and creating and manifesting and that's when you start to see that right because it, it's being reawakened into our existence um but the key part about this i want everybody to to understand because as they say with new levels come new devils right so when you're on this stage you have to understand that this is not the end though this is really the beginning you can even look at it like the first stage was death and this stage is birth or rebirth however you want to look at it right depends on your perspective but you can look at it like that death birth right and growth and then more growth right which birth would be a type of growth right so it's all growth and so there's deeper levels right or higher levels as above as below there's deeper levels that you can go and this is why having things sometimes doesn't fulfill people right that's why people can have all types of stuff they can have financial freedom they can have millions billions of dollars and still be the unhappiest people on the planet still out there chasing feelings and and, and different things you know uh, uh thrills as they say thrill chasing um that's why that happens because you're not truly fulfilled if you was truly fulfilled by having it then hey i got it i'm good i could be happy it would really the, the the way that they say it would really be true uh you know um, but it doesn't it doesn't bring you happiness it doesn't bring you happiness but it can it can help you get to because again remember we're talking about spiritual 
So the physical manifestation of abundance is really just an illusion. It, it's just the way that you choose to perceive it. And now I ain't gonna get into the quantum physics of that, but I'm just gonna leave it right there. But it, it is how you choose to see it. Abundance for you may be something different for somebody else. You see what I'm saying? So somebody may say, I don't want money because money is the root of all evil. Another person say, well, I want a lot of money because it can help me do the things that I love to do. Right. But it's all abundance. When you're talking about abundance in a general way, then that's what you're talking about. It's abundance. The ability to live life abundantly. Prosperity. Right. The ability to live life abundantly. And that that that's not just being able to go and buy stuff. That's being able to actually, you know, enjoy life. I can go out and buy a whole bunch of things and then just have a whole room full of things, but that's not gonna that's not gonna bring me joy. Cause now I'm looking at it like, man, I got all this stuff. What I'm gonna do with this stuff? <laughs> you know, I can't use all this. I'm just gonna start giving it away. Now that might bring me joy. You see? So that's again when you start to understand that, then you then you then you really truly see life for what it is. You see those manifestations for what it is. Otherwise, what happens is you get stuck there because you're constantly manifesting, you know, because it's okay. I mean, you can you can master laws, you can master these principles, you know, and you can just keep manifesting things and manifesting and manifesting. But if it's not fulfilling you, if it's not fulfilling to who you are, to who you are, as your higher self, then it's all just gonna be child's play. It's always, it's always, you know how a child, you give them something, it gets their attention for a little while, and then after that, they, they lose, they, they, they focus on something else, they on to the next thing. That's how that is. It's again, so again, that's why I equated it to being at the child stage going into adolescence. Like you, you're, you're, you're really just coming to the understanding of something. And so you're playing around with it. And it, it, it can be fun. It's cool. You know, you can enjoy it, you know, but just understand it's not, that is, that's only the tip of the iceberg. It's only the tip. It's not the whole thing. So when you start to come into that awareness and you start to say, hmm, you know what? I, I'm getting all this stuff, but it's not making me any happier. Like it's, I, I'm actually becoming depressed because I'm thinking about, and then you start getting into that victim mindset because I'm thinking about how unhappy I am, right? And then you start to, and then you start, the wheels start churning and you start to, you start to grind, you know, you start to grind and you start to become more refined in what you desire. And so now it's not, okay, well, I want this. It's a more generalized version. Oh, instead of money, I just want abundance. Instead of, you know, the, the nice physique, you know, I want to look like him. I just want to be healthy. I just want, I just want to be able to move throughout life unimpeded by my own body. That's what I want. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need to look like anybody else. I don't need to look like anything, any vision or image of anyone else. I just want to be healthy. That's it.
And so from that flows, because it's a pure intention, that's a very pure intention. It's not, it's not cluttered by the imprints of society and what they want you to be because it makes them feel good. Because think about this. If I, if I equescence to that and I say, well, you know what? I want, I want to be like that. I want to be all brawly. I'm going to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Then the other person is going to feel like, oh, you know what? I'm like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm already there, so I'm good. You know, and then it's just, so it's perpetuating that mindset instead of elevating the mindset to go past that, to get us to where we really want to be, which I've had this conversation with, uh, with several people, but, um, you know, where, where you, where you can wear anything you want and it doesn't matter because people are not looking at what you, what you wear anyway. The only way you can get to that is if you transcend that, you know what I'm saying? That's the only way because otherwise you are still going to be looking at, okay, well, Oh, they got that. Now, that's one thing to look at something. Oh, you know what? That's dope. I like that. I want something like that. That's that's cool. That's awesome, actually. You know what I mean? But it's a difference when it's like, oh, okay, people gonna look at me, you know, like I ain't got it if I ain't rocking that, you know, that new, that new fashion, you know. And they gonna be looking at me like, you know, what I'm saying like I'm just, I'm just out here. Nah. It doesn't matter. It, whenever you're looking at somebody else's experience of you to to create your own experience, then you that's your awareness. That's you understanding that I'm giving away my power. I'm really giving away my power to somebody else. I'm not I'm not really living in my full power of who I am and creating my own reality. Now that might look like some of these people who are designers and stuff, creating your own fashion. And saying, you know what? I like that, but I want something a little different. I want my, I want to add my little flair to it. You know what I mean? And that's building on life. That's building on life. Now you're building on life, right? Okay. So this is when you start to move, you know, absolutely. I mean, that's a setup. It's a trap. Yeah, it is. It is. It really is. And it's, and it's one that we set for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We, we really set it for ourselves because we're the ones thinking this, you know? So it's, 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 it's very critical. Cause again, I put this out on my story the other day too. Like I'm not looking down on somebody else who's, who's still thinking that way. You know what I mean? Because that's their thought and I've been there. So I understand it, but I just understand now what I understand now. And that it really doesn't matter. Like if, if I lived my life to look a certain way for someone else, then, then, then am I really living my life? I'm not, because I know that, you know, <laughs> that's not something that people just out here want to do, you know? So, you know, they, 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 they look at it and, and they look at it like I'm being something, but technically you're not, because life is what? It's creation. It's a, it's a, and it's, and it's a original creation. That's the true creation. It's, it's from nothing. Meaning it's, it's, it, it, it's original, like an original thought. Like when, when I'm writing rhymes or something like that, 
I'm thinking about my original thought. I'm not thinking about what somebody else said. Oh, that sounded dope. I'm going to put this in my rhyme. No. Not to say that, you know, because I know people feel like, you know, if they, you know, they're putting it in there, they might, you know, they might be doing it for a reason. That's different. But when you, when you, when you, when you're writing and you're creating or you're, or you're building or you're drawing or whatever you're doing and you're coming from that place of pure creation, it's always going to be original. Always. Because that's your power. As part of the creator, that is your power. You have the power to create. That's your power. So you move away from life is happening to me to life is happening by me. I am making life happen. It's happening by me. There is nothing wrong. And I want people to understand this. There's nothing wrong inherently with manifesting what you desire. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you just have to realize that there is a more fulfilling path, that it's the path is not over. That's only awakening you to your power. Now, that part, it's just like, and again, I like to use the, the example of children. You know, you teach them how to walk, right? You teach them, okay, you got legs and you can walk. You got balance and you can, you know, you can move around. But what they do with that, that's them. That's so it's it's the same as a spiritual path. Like you can know, you can get the tools, but then it's up to you to create to to what's the word? To to manifest, to to express life in your own way. That is your true purpose to express life in your own way. And a, and a, and a good indicator that it's really life and it's really coming from that higher place is it's always going to promote more life always life doesn't belittle itself life doesn't you know uh feed on itself you know what i'm saying like it doesn't it because it's abundant it doesn't need to it doesn't need to feel lack of anything because it is life it is everything so why would it need to look down on itself? You know what I'm saying? So that's when you start to acquire those qualities, or as they say, you know, the spiritual fruit. You start to bear the spiritual fruit. And then it starts to it starts to really set in. Hmm. Okay. So now I'm starting to understand that the things that I used to desire weren't really my desires. They were what society, society's telling you, you need to have that house on the hill with the picket fence. You know, that's what, that's what life, that's what society is telling you life is. But that might not be life to you. Not to say there's anything wrong, because again, remember, there's nothing inherently wrong with that. Nothing. It's very neutral, but it's not the end. That is to, um, and we say this a lot, you know, and, it, and it's very true. You know, um, raising a family is one of the most powerful things that you could do. Raising a family, you know. So, so our women, I mean, they, I mean, come on, you just gotta give them, you gotta give them the respect and the, and, and, and the props that's due, you know, because if they decide to do that, that's that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. And if they decide that that is that there's something more to that, that's fine too. 
it's all about expression. It's all about expressing life. You know what I'm saying? And, and for men too, you know, if a man decides that's all he wants to do, then that's fine. That's okay. But if he decides that, you know, he wants to do more, that's fine too. You know? Um, so, you know, you just have to realize, and, and the bottom line is this, you just have to realize that there's more to the path than what you know, right? You, you never should, and, and people know this, and they say it all the time, you should never feel like you know everything. You should never feel like you're at that peak of understanding where you can't learn nothing. Can't nobody tell you nothing from nowhere. Because again, me saying to life that it can't teach me anything, it's always gonna prove me wrong. Always. And then, you know, you can decide at that point whether <laughs> you wanna get the lesson, but if you don't, then it's gonna keep teaching you. Because, you know, and that's where, you know, when people, again, that's back in that victim mindset where people feel like, oh man, all this stuff is all right. I, I never expected that, you know, blah, 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 blah. You know, and it's like, well, that's part of the beauty. I love the fact that some things in life just surprise me. That's that's a beautiful thing. People, things just surprise me. Stuff just happens. You know, I've met several people that we were connected before we even connected. And then when it happened, it's like, I see why. I see why we connected because it was on a specific thing and it was part of the expression of life that I'm becoming. But that's me. I'm thinking that's me just speaking from my own experience and talking about it to you. And, and yours may be in a different way. But it's, again, it's still it's still the same principle. The principle is the same. OK, so before we get out of here, I want to I want to talk about the laws of the universe. Right. The seven laws, seven grand laws, you know, that everything else kind of falls under. But um and, and, uh, and this is just really reference. I'm not going to get too deep into it. Because of course, we only got a few more minutes. But, um, you know, maybe in a future podcast, we can kind of dive into these. But for now, I just want to go over them so that you, that you, hopefully, being in your manifesto phase, you know, you can start to contemplate these things. You know, think about them. You know, um, so the first one is vibration, the law of vibration. Everything, and this is a scientific fact, we know this <laughs> without you know, knowing it spiritually. We know this, this is a scientific fact. Vibration, everything is in the state of vibration. Everything, it don't matter how solid it looks, it's in a state of vibration, including you, your thoughts, your words, your sound is a vibration. It's a wave, right? So it's a vibration. Uh, that's why that's why certain sounds and how loud they get and different pitches or whatever decibels, they, they shake things because it's a vibration. But it's just a manifestation. But everything is a vibration. Everything is in vibration. That's the great illusion. Everything is vibrating. Everything is moving no matter how still it seems. You know, even inanimate objects that we look at like they don't have life, but they're moving. They're in vibration. And as we all know, that's energy. We know that, right? That's a type of energy. It's a form of energy. Okay. So 
Um, that's number one. Vibration. The law of vibration. Relativity. It's the law of relativity, right? Meaning, and it's not exactly what people think in the physics term, but I mean, it can be it can be used in that way. Um, but a more spiritual way of thinking about it is relativity is in relation. Everything had you, your understanding is always in relation to some point in your experience. I'm going to say that again. Your understanding is always in relation to some point in your experience. So when you're understanding something, it's because it's been put into your experience or it's been brought forth into your experience and therefore you have a point to relate it to. For instance, you know that things are hot because you know what it is for things to be cold. You see, so it's a relationship or relationships, right? Relation, relativity, connection right connection is another way of saying that okay so that's the second one the third one cause and effect every action has an equal and opposite reaction right cause and effect when i opposite uh, equal or or, or uh uh what's what how do you say it it has an equal or uh, equal and um Is it greater reaction? Well, you, you get what I'm saying. You, everybody knows what cause and effect is because they teach you that in school, right? They teach you this in literature. They teach you this in reading, right? Which words are powerful, right? Words are, you know, a lot of people say words are spells, right? But spelling, it comes from that, that whole thought pattern. You know, so when you're talking about cause and effect, things happen and then something happens because of that, right? So always remember that when you do something, it's going to have an effect because it's the cause. So anytime you do something, anytime you decide something, even if it's within yourself, it has an effect. It has an effect on you. So how you think has an effect on you, right? Usually you can tell this through the language, the words and the behaviors that form from that thought, right? Because as we said at the beginning of this, your thought is energy. Your thought is energy and it transmutes itself, right? Okay, so the next one, number four, is polarity or opposites. The law of opposites. That there's always an opposite to things. If, there, if there's something, there's an opposite to that, right? Uh, you know, uh, one. Uh, I mean, some of the, the greater examples of that, you know, is you know, female and male, right? F masculine and feminine. You know, those are opposites, supreme opposites, right? One is one, and one is the other. You know, but the thing about opposites is this: um, opposites attract. You know, so. And, and, and I want to be clear with this because I don't want people to get too technical with that. But what, what, what happens is it's not like what people romanticize about, about, you know, the, the, the good guy, the bad guy, you know, um, or, or, you know, um, girls, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, that's that's just really like 
people try to justify their own little thing but um you know there there's opposites you know hot cold night day you know or light absence of light right so you know it's on a more universal scale so you have to think about it in those terms um and then you got the law of rhythm that everything in life happens in cycles you have cycles even life life and death right polarity that's polarity and rhythm right life death life death life death it's a cycle right cycles the seasons it always cycles it goes around what goes around comes around karma is like that's the principle of cycles how cycle how things go in a in a cyclical manner you know um so that's that's number five then you have um number six which is closely uh which is actually where we get time from um which is gestation the law of gestation or the law of periods right so there there when even when you're manifesting thing there there is a point that you start the manifestation at a point where it actually comes into being now the time in between that is determined by what it takes for that to happen right which is some of those other laws like relativity and so on and cause and effect but um and rhythm can't forget rhythm um but just the law of gestation, the law that it takes time. That's why, you know, even when you're in your relationships and, you know, people, again, people have good intentions, but it, sometimes, but it takes time sometimes for people to understand you and for you to understand other people, for you to get to a point where you can flow in the rhythm of life. You see what I'm saying? So in order for you to gain that, you have to actually, you know, you have to, it has to, it has to, you know, grow. Gestation can be growth. Uh, grow into that, right? It takes time. It's going to take some time. Um, now certain things may click right off the rip, right? And, and that could be vibration or relativity. So the seventh the seventh law that I want y'all to go and y'all contemplate on and read about research is transmutation. The law, which is one of the greatest laws, transmutation. Energy changes, but it never dies. Energy changes, but it never dies. Transmutation. It changes. Your thought changes into speech. Your speech changes into behavior. Your behavior changes into patterns. Your patterns become your experience, right? So transmutation, how, how things change into being which includes ourselves. And Ebony said, yes, and it requires patience with yourself. Exactly. You have to, that's, that's, that's the most important part. You have to be patient with yourself, more so than you are with other, than worrying about if other people are patient with you. You have to be patient with yourself. Because what you're gonna find is when you start learning these things, you're gonna learn that some of the things that you was holding on to wasn't really, that wasn't it. 
And that's okay. And just be patient with yourself as you release those old beliefs and come into your new beingness, which, um, so I want to say this too. It's a must that we learn the laws. You have to learn them because that's how you understand your power and where it comes from and why the universe is the way that it is. And, you, and when you understand that and you understand that, that everything is just and everything happens, cause and effect, everything is happening for reasons. That's, it's a very, you know, that, that way that they say that is a very, you know, is a very generalized way of saying the same thing. When you understand that there, there are things that make things the way that they are, there are laws then you start to understand and then you can start manipulating that you know um but again it's not manipulation in the sense that in a negative way you're not trying to change people you're just trying to change yourself and again so that brings us to a close but it also brings us to a new beginning which is our next podcast episode and it's going to be about the third stage the third level of consciousness which is drum roll please the channel awareness the 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 when you start to understand that you are a part of life and not just manipulating life very key because that's part of your spiritual growth as you evolve into who you are going to be it's important for you to understand that it's important for you to understand that so as always i like to thank each and every one of you for watching for listening for supporting for loving for for being who you are and loving me for who i am i appreciate you so much and um my thoughts go out to you and all positive and greatness flows to you and through you um and with that being said thank you all for listening and watching and we're going to see you on the next episode peace